Think positively. When was the last time you tried playing basketball? If you're like most Americans, you probably played hoops at least once. Now imagine yourself dribbling and stepping near the line and then taking a shot. Pretty straightforward, right? Well, imagine thinking to yourself that the ball is not going to go through the hoop. You're assuming the worst. You're assuming an air ball. You're assuming that you're going to shoot a brick. Whatever it is you're imagining, it's not going to end well. What do you think happens to your chances of making that shot? Well, it should not be a surprise to anybody that you miss every shot you take. You see, your performance in anything in your life is closely related to how you choose to think about your prospects. If you have a very pessimistic view on how things will turn out, then don't be all that shocked when everything you think about becomes some sort of self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think you're not going to make that shot, your emotions are in a certain place. You start doubting yourself. Before you know it, this has a tremendous impact on your actual physical performance. Maybe you don't aim the shot properly. Maybe you take the wrong body position. Whatever the case may be, the ball doesn't go through the hoop. Now, apply this to all other situations in your life. It fits hand in glove. How you choose to think about situations in your life has a very important role to play in how things turn out. In fact, according to a research from the University of Michigan published in May 2005, one levels of mental positivity correlates with the amount of willpower they have available to them to do important things. This is crucial. In the Michigan study, students were shown short film clips that either created feelings of joy, contentment, or neutral emotion. Other groups were also shown film clips that triggered negative emotions. After seeing all these images, the participants were given a piece of paper that started out with the phrase, I would like to. It turns out that the students who were shown negative images showed the least number of plans. On the other end, people who were shown images of contentment and joy listed out longer plans. In other words, when you experience emotions like love, contentment, inner peace, and joy, you're more likely to see the possibilities of your life. You're more likely to see things as open-ended and full of adventure and possibility. In other words, you're more likely to take action. You're also more likely to tap into your willpower to make things happen. This is crucial to building self-control. When you have a positive mood produced by a positive state of mind, you're more likely to roll with the punches when you are confronted with setbacks. Make no mistake, as you seek to build self-discipline, you will be hit by setbacks. It comes with the territory. While a previous technique teaches you to be prepared for such setbacks by preparing if-then statements, you need willpower to turn those statements into reality. You need willpower to overcome challenges. This is very hard to do when you have a negative mindset. This is almost impossible if you are upset or in otherwise a very negative mood. Step-by-step -step guide to thinking more positively. Step number one, start your day with positive affirmations. Tell yourself that today will be an awesome day. It's not enough to call it a good day. It's going to be an awesome one. At first, you probably won't believe yourself. It just feels like you're going through the motions. But when you allow yourself to focus on the statement, this will be an awesome day, Eventually, your mind will start making associations. It will start achieving certain things during the day. The positive association is made. The next time you repeat your positive affirmation to yourself, it starts sounding more and more like reality. The key is to allow it to work its effects on you. You probably would have to repeat it over and over again until that association is made. Step number two, actively police negative self-talk. Have you ever stubbed your toe and called yourself an idiot? Have you ever been embarrassed by people or you made a public mistake? In the back of your head, you're thinking, I'm such a loser. Well, that is negative self-talk. You're just saying it to say it. If left unchecked, that will be your reality. You think you're a loser now? 
Well, wait until your negative affirmation kicks in and it becomes your hard reality. You have to nip this in the bud. Think of what you're saying to yourself on a day-to-day basis. Try to turn things around. For example, if you're constantly saying, I have no chance with her, or I suck at this, turn things around. Ask yourself questions. What do I need to do today to be 1% better than yesterday? How do I treat her today that will make her treat me better by 1% today? Something along those lines. When you ask these questions to yourself, you're asking for solutions. You're not condemning yourself to a certain reality. You're not saying to yourself, you're a clown, you're a loser, nobody likes you. Instead, you're saying to yourself, how do I tap my almost inexhaustible supply of imagination, resourcefulness, and cleverness to create a better reality for myself? Ask yourself questions. The more open-ended, the better. You'd be surprised as to how quickly your mind fills in the details. Step number three, avoid negative triggers. Make no mistake, the human mind is a very powerful association machine. It creates all sorts of positive associations. It also creates negative associations. If you know what your negative triggers are and that certain places, people, media, and other things bring out the negativity in you, it's your job to avoid those things. That's the bottom line. At first, start with avoidance. Eventually, once you have enough willpower and you have enough discipline, start turning those associations around. Still, you have to begin with avoidance. Step number four, actively look for the best in things. I made this step the last one because it's the most difficult. However, it's also the most rewarding. Once you're able to achieve the steps above, actively look for the victory in everything you do. You will quickly realize that there are actually a lot of positive things happening around you. You only need to choose to become aware of them. It doesn't have to be big. They don't have to be overly dramatic. They just have to be real. Believe it or not, being able to wake up every single day with both your kidneys functioning is a great thing. If you don't believe me, wait until you develop kidney stones. They are not pleasant. Being able to breathe naturally is a blessing. If you don't believe me, just go to your nearby cancer ward and ask the local community coordinator to see if you can talk to and soothe people suffering from lung cancer. I know it may seem like a small comfort because you don't know where your rent money is going to come from. Your girlfriend just left you. Your boss is an idiot and overbearing dictator. But focus on the small things that are going right. Once you're able to notice that there are many things going right, your focus starts to change. And the more you focus on those, the more they grow. The more you become grateful. And once you're in that right frame of mind, it starts changing your ability to withstand the things that are not so positive in your life. That's how you get over.